Welcome to The Lens with me, Ollie Barrett. This is a bite-sized version of our usual podcast from Business in the Community, in which I interview a business leader about how their organizations have responded over the past few weeks. You can see all the episodes and find more about the National Business Response Network on the website bitc.org.uk. My guest today is a managing director of NG, and he is John Haynes. John, welcome. Hi, Ollie. Thanks for having me. Now, John, Engie is a global energy and services business. Just give us a sense of what that looks like in reality here in the UK. So here in the UK, as you said, we are a, a large energy and services business. So we're providing critical services uh, to the national grid in terms of providing the grid with power and then providing users of the grid with that power. Uh, we're providing heating and cooling to critical buildings across the UK, but then also a lot of services as well. So that can be cleaning services building repairs and maintenance services. We have a lot of work with local authorities across the UK as well. So it's a real broad range across the UK in terms of what we do. It's a huge range. I was really struck by how you have literally helped to bring hospitals to life over the last couple of months. Just tell us how. Well, we've, we're a key partner of the NHS, Ollie. So we are already working with uh, over 30 NHS trusts across the UK and have been doing for, for a number of years. And when uh, the COVID-19 crisis began and the concept of the Nightingale Hospitals uh, came about, uh, specifically the Nightingale Hospital uh, in the Excel Centre in London, uh, we were already operating uh, what's called a district heating and cooling network around that area. And we were approached as to how we could work with a number of other partners across a number of industries of bringing that Excel Centre to life and turning what was previously you know, a convention space into a working hospital over a number of weeks. So I think it's something we're incredibly proud of that uh, you know, colleagues within the NG business have played their part in ensuring that that hospital is there ready to deliver critical care and has the power, cooling and heating needs that uh, it requires to be part of that effort. Because of course, a conference centre already has to an extent power and heating, but I suppose the needs of a hospital are very different. Hugely different, Ollie, hugely different. And I think uh, Fortunately, we're in a position where, as I said, we provide similar services across a whole range of NHS facilities across the UK. So we absolutely understood what those needs were. We were able to rapidly react uh, and deploy ourselves so that we could deliver against some incredibly challenging timescales. But as I said, do so in partnership with a number of other organisations and agencies. And it's really been quite inspiring seeing how that joint effort came together. Yeah, it has been Absolutely formidable. A bit more broadly, John, in terms of how you've supported communities, an example that comes to mind, something you're proud to have been engaged in. So I think one thing uh, that sits within my own part of the business and a great example is uh, with a local authority whereby we were asked to adapt a care home uh, that was uh, in in use uh, in the northeast of England so that it could be used as a rehabilitation centre. So people who were in hospital and, and recuperating and re- rehabilitating could be moved to this new facility, thereby removing them from that at-risk environment and also freeing up capacity within that hospital. And again, not dissimilar to the Nightingale Hospital, it's taking a building that has a previous use and repurposing that at a really rapid scale to meet the needs of both the community and in that instance, the local authority. I suppose one of the challenges, John, is you as a firm will still be very much or soon be very much back to business. However, some of these needs across all these communities will continue. So what's your sense of what can happen next? 
I think it's 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 really difficult, isn't it? And I think if, if we ask different people, there will be differing views. I think what gives me real cause for optimism and uh, real cause for positivity looking forward is the way we have worked with customers and the way those conversations have gone to date. You know, the, the challenges are, uh, are very real. Uh, I think there's been a real spirit of openness and an appreciation that things don't always go the way you planned. You know, there's a requirement for agility in terms of thinking and flexibility, uh, because as you rightly say, I think there is a, there is a long way still to go, and we're going to have to continue to demonstrate you know those behaviours around flexibility and patience and and uh, dare I even say maybe kindness, uh, even within a business context, because I think what's been proven thus far is that things are things are being achieved, which I think people would have said were nigh on impossible if you'd asked them three six months ago. And on that, John, my final question was actually going to be internally, you've got over 17,000 colleagues here in the UK. Some of these changes that you've talked about may be temporary, but which are you absolutely hoping will be for good? Changes to an organisation that you think, let's keep that. I think uh, it would be easy, but I think also remiss not to not to consider the the digital transformation that we and, and many, many other businesses have been on over the last eight, nine weeks. Uh, I personally have really valued uh, connecting with people digitally, many of whom I've known for a long time. But I've, you know, I've seen their children, I've seen their partners, I've seen their pets on be it on Zoom or Teams and video conferencing, and that's actually been lovely. Uh, you know, and I think it really has brought teams together in a way that they wouldn't have thought it possible before. So I, I really hope some of that essence is is bottled, and we don't lose some of that. I, I think on a broader level. Uh, I, I'm, again, really quite uh, enthused and inspired at uh, having seen what, what is possible when there's a real willingness across sort of businesses, government, societies to, to tackle a global issue. And I think if that's, that's, that same spirit can be pointed and directed at other global issues, it, it really does it said, fill me with a sense of confidence that some of the other major issues that face us, we've got a real chance of success of taking them on. Love it. And hugely on that wavelength. And I've seen NG's great work around climate change, sustainability. So here's to that. What a final sentiment. John Haynes from NG. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Ollie. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized edition of The Lens. Please do share. And for more information, visit businessinthecommunity at bitc.org.uk.